What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Backtrack. I'm your host, Connor Norton, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, East High's own, my sister, Cambria Norton. How's it going? How are you? You know, it's all right. What about you? I mean, the world's on fire, but yeah, you know what? We're, we're surviving. So let me, let me take this back real quick. Okay. So Backtrack is a show where I kind of like to go back and see movies from my childhood, movies from the childhood of my generation, as yes. it were, or maybe past my childhood. I don't know. Things we grew up with that kind of shaped us into who we are, things that kind of like made us into the people that we are today. I, I want to get the other perspective because there's, you know, movies that are popular with boys back in the day in, let's say, the early 2000s. And then there was movies popular with girls. So basically, I wanted to get someone who's an expert on maybe, say, one of the most popular, if not one of the most iconic franchises that kind of came out of the early 2000s. Correct. And someone who is a huge fan of the said franchise, High School Musical, you. Yes. You don't – I don't think the listeners at home know my obsession with this franchise. It was a lot. It it really catapulted my love for musical theater. It, it <laughs> Well, it really brought the movie musical to a mainstream home audience, if you think about it. I Absolutely. Mean, Disney Channel original movies, or DCOMs, they weren't really on the map until High School Musical. High School Musical changed the framework. So, 2006, High School Musical 1 comes out. Disney Channel original movie is the first Disney Channel movie that came out that year, because it came out in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other films that followed that year, do you know them off the top of your head? No idea. Wendy Wu? Homecoming Warrior with Brenda Song. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Read It and Weep? Mm, with Danielle Panabaker, yes. Cheetah Girls 2? <gasps> oh. Oh. May I add that Cheetah Girls 2 is also directed by the legend, a living legend, Kenny Ortega. Who is the director of the franchise. Yes, yes? and of the Cheetah Girls franchise as well. Oh, he's got his hand in a lot of Disney Channel And he movies. choreographed. He, he changed Disney Channels, literally impacted an entire generation of filmmakers. What does he do now? He does Descendants. He is still oh, a Disney Channel king. That's a popular thing now, right? Soup. When I worked at the Disney store, that was all that would play. Descendants. Yeah. Which is the best one? Of Descendants? Yeah. I don't know. I've heard the second one's really good. I mean, I've heard the second one soundtrack just because I was working at the Disney store when that one came out and they would play the music. And some of them are bops. So, I can't lie. So this is a good point to bring up. Obviously, he's a part of the Disney Channel royalty family he's still kind of is he is he like running the show is he like the kevin feige of the disney channel universe is he like the run running all these shows and kind of i think of franchise musicals i'm not sure if he directed teen beach movie not sure about that but that one was also like critically acclaimed and like pause critically acclaimed in quotation marks no in like decom status uh this is a show we're gonna be fair about all the movies that we watch yes disney channel movies don't have the best reputation for being the best no but they are have to offer no of course not but when you think about home entertainment think of a made for tv movie i mean high school musical is pretty good i i didn't grow up with any disney channel movies i wasn't you were just a little too old for them because in 2006 you were what 12 sixth grade yeah so you were kind of aging out of it but was i though because i feel like you were my age when they're all coming out. I have so, a theory that most of the Disney Channel shows are mostly marketed to the tween girl. Is that, like I feel I, like most things are targeted. Yes, I think target probably audience. From, Disney Channel shows do have teens in them, but I think it's really targeted towards 
like six to twelve year olds. Exactly, it's like the dream of high school. The exactly, dream of what it's gonna be like. Exactly, because at the time Disney Channel shows, because that's kind of what Disney Channel is known for is their shows. Mm-hmm. At the time, they had some of the very popular ones that they kind of had. Obviously, not the ones from the eighties, but they had awesome great ones as well. Yeah, but they had you know that's so Raven was Lizzie still McGuire. on the time. Lizzie McGuire was already over actually at this oh, time. Oh, even Stevens. Uh, Kim Possible was on Zach and Cody. Yeah. And then finally, Hannah Montana also debuted that year. Oh, that's a big year. So this is 2006, a big year for things that are going on in Disney Channel. So maybe maybe part of it, top of its uh, popularity, as it were. I mean, I'm biased, obviously, because that was when I grew up. <laughs> but then, I mean, the next year, 2007, you got Wizards of Waverly Place, and that one took off. So, I mean, in Hannah Montana, I mean, she's a cultural icon. I still – I go to Goodwill, and I see stuff with her on it. Like <laughs> She was everywhere. She was everywhere. Yeah. So I think – and I think – having high school musical just being cemented as such a big cultural icon it really paved the way for the camp rocks and the teen beach movies oh i i agree i think it definitely paved the way for everything to come after it and it started the franchise off and started i feel like without it all these other franchises would never have gotten off the ground never um but i want to i want to take you back a bit i don't remember any like build up to this movie coming out because you know i wasn't watching disney channel my friends weren't really watching it so this is really out of my element, you know. I, I I wasn't really I wasn't really watching any TV. I wasn't watching Nick. I wasn't watching Cartoon Network. No, we we had a interesting childhood in which I mean, if you watched the episode with our brother with uh, SpongeBob, oh yes, because yes, he was allowed to watch a lot more than we were. He's six years younger than me and ten years younger than Connor. So Connor and I had a little bit more of the same media consumption. I think. No, I was into different stuff. I was more into like the older cartoons. I was into Looney Tunes. I was into Scooby-Doo. I was into Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. You know what I mean? I was mm-hmm. into, like, TV land shows. I got into Hogan's Yeah, we watched Heroes. a lot of Boomerang. Yeah, Boomerang, another one. Great. The Jetsons. I was into the 90s animated Spider-Man and Batman and X-Men yeah, you, shows. Yeah. So I, I, I wasn't the scene. I'm not the target audience for High School Musical. By any stretch of that imagination, I'm not. No. It's not for me. So... What, what do you remember then, going back? Like, was there a build-up to that? Was there a countdown on the side of the screen? being like, So I didn't see the first movie until 10 months after it came out. I saw it for our next-door neighbor's birthday party in October, and that was the first time I had even – I didn't really watch a lot of Disney Channel, I don't think. I mean, I, I didn't really – I don't really remember seeing High School Musical, the first one, as intently as I do for the second and the third. Um, but I didn't really know what to, what to expect, and we were watching it. And I just got completely enthralled. It was her sleepover for her birthday, so it was a ton of people over. And one of them started throwing up because it's too much candy. And everyone else went to go help her, and I sat there. And I just watched <laughs> High School Musical because I was like, I'm not missing any Glued of Glued to the screen. Yes. It, that, Kenny Ortega's impact, literally. He changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that one video that Harry Potter changed my life. Isn't that like one exactly. of those viral videos? Yes, yeah, okay. yes. So like going forward, you see this one. This, does this get you into Disney Channel? Because you weren't really yeah. into it before. Because, I mean, from my memory, though, you were – you I think you watched That's So Raven, but I think it was way after it was already over, right? It yeah, was, it was on I watched a lot of reruns. That was the first show that I watched on Disney Channel, like, tirelessly. Like, I would watch That's So Raven. Like, I didn't really get into Lizzie McGuire till later. Even Stevens, I only liked the movie. Well, I think they stopped playing them as well. They like, stopped – Raven was on for reruns a lot more than Lizzie McGuire was. Well, I think because it went on until – after the, I think That's Raven was the first Disney Channel show to have three seasons. But their seasons are like 100 episodes long. <laughs> no, I know, but like that, that's where Raven really was that show. Like, <laughs> Raven Simone, a, a cultural icon. Like, we cannot understate 
she did the Cheetah Girls too. And it's like the Cheetah Girls, I think the Cheetah Girls was what was allowed for High School Musical to happen. Oh, so Cheetah, Cheetah Girls ran so High School Musical could walk? Is that the other way? No, no the other way around. Other way around. Okay. <laughs> but I think, I, think the, I was actually shocked that the Cheetah Girls was made first simply because of its like characters and like a subject matter, you know, about, you know, colorism and racism in like gritty New York. Like it was very, I always thought when I was younger that Ice Cream Musical came first and then Cheetah Girls. But Cheetah Girls, I think we really do got to give the respect to Cheetah Girls because they really were the foundation and they don't really get talked about as much. I mean, the Cheetah Girls 2 really was the best Cheetah Girls movie. And I think High School Musical 2 is also the best. Is there another, is there another, is there only two Cheetah Girls? No, there's a third one, but nobody watched it because raven wasn't in it awkward yeah she's too good for it she was okay uh i have to have you back then for cheetah girls because i literally I, high school musical i knew you liked because i remember you watching it um i don't remember you watching this one as much so going when i sat down to actually watch and take notes i was like i don't remember a lot of this i don't mm-hmm. think i've actually seen it all the way through i think i've definitely seen the third one all the way through mm-hmm. i think i've seen most of the second one We'll have you back, and we'll talk in depth about the other two for sure because I definitely want to have you back for that and probably for Cheetah Girls as well mm-hmm. um, since I literally know nothing about Cheetah Girls. Cheetah um, Girls is really – I mean, from what I remember, I haven't seen it in a few years, but it's it, really good. I only know that they go like, ch-ch-ch-cheetahs, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just remember – my most vivid memory is the second movie of the Cheetah Girls. No, that's they... Chia Pets. That's what oh, I'm yeah, thinking. you're right, yes. I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> but the second movie, they like are sitting in like their New York apartment eating like Chinese food out of boxes, and they're like, and they're we should go to Barcelona. School. No, they're in high school. <laughs> and like we should go to Barcelona, and the like, magazine flips to it, and I'm like, oh, I just want to eat Chinese food out of boxes in my uh, New York apartment with my friends. And, and be a world-class famous singer. <laughs> exactly, a girl group. Cheetah Girls really did lay the groundwork, and I think that's what allowed Kenny Ortega to be able to do High School Musical since it was such a big project at the time. Um, I remember watching like behind the scenes footage and they did like a whole like world tour. Like it was really big. For High School Musical? Yes, the first one. Didn't you go to a show? I went to High School Musical on ice. Oh, dang. I did. Was the actual cast ice skating? Uh, No, it was not. Damn. (laughs) I know. I can't. Can you imagine Zac Efron being on the ice? Well, Zac Efron, they did a tour and Zac Efron wasn't in the tour. It was Drew Seeley. And Drew Seeley voiced Troy's singing voice in the first movie. I was going to ask you. Okay, so let's let's get in the recap of the, okay. of the movie real quick. Because the movie opens, High School Musical 1 now, we're opening the movie, mm-hmm. with a New Year's Eve party at some kind of ski lodge vacation mm-hmm. place in Colorado? Yes. Uh, and we see our two leads of the movie, and as well as the franchise coming out. Uh, we see Gabby reading a book. Don't call her Because that. that's what her mom calls her, so it's her name's Gabby. It's Gabriella. Uh, and Troy playing basketball with his dad? Yes. During New Year's Eve? Yeah, well, it was like the, the late afternoon. Seemed like nighttime. But okay. Uh, it's winter in Basically, Colorado. we established that they both seem preoccupied by their activities, and then their parents make them go to the quote-unquote kid party in the kids section of the uh young adults as troy's mom corrects (laughs) got it okay the young adult party which i remember this type of stuff happening where like we were at some kind of function maybe i don't know if it was yes i remember like the i felt like when i was watching that like party sequence i'm like i know people who look like that and wear those outfits like oh the so (laughs) the outfits of the of the (laughs) franchise especially of this movie you people don't even realize because kids today are dressing they're we're willy-nilly we're, they're wearing all the th- fashion trends our quote-unquote fashion in the uh, early 2000s for boys and girls was just 
so it's not 80s awkward you know what i mean but it's just ill-fitting what is it right what is that <laughs> like you go back and look at these pictures and obviously the quality of the pictures of us when we yeah. were kids what, what were we wearing it's you know i think our biggest mistake was the plaid short for both genders <laughs> no one should have the ever plaid short and the plaid like yes jacket open button down yeah but it wasn't a jacket it was like a half shirt yeah mm. what was that you know the belts were huge the, massive and like everything was really like low rise and it just wasn't the it, flare you know i know that it was like we, a bunch of generations in one it, yeah and i know <laughs> that we have you know the 30 year generation thing you know we got stranger things in the 80s and stuff like this in the 2010s and you know, we're getting into the 90s right now again with, like, their fashion. But please, Lord, I do not want 2000s fashion to come back. You can keep your chunky flip-flops. You can keep your low-rise jeans. I will never, never. Never bring those back. Never. What was up with the hat thing, too? Because a lot of kids had – we always made fun of them if they ever wore them in real life. But, like, in, in media, all these people had, like, their really bright cabbie hats mm -hmm. and things. like. I think it started in the 90s with the big, um, like, caps, like baseball caps. But the 90s clothes actually went with the hats. Yeah. These hats just stand out. Like, look at me. Well, Here we I go. Well, I like to think in the High School Musical franchise, the hats stand for their closeted LGBTQ characters. Oh, interesting. Because Kelsey and Ryan, you can't convince me that well, they, they do are wear straight. They, do, they, wear they are the ones who wear the hats. Scene. I remember the pop-up mm. editions of the High School Musical series that would play on Disney Channel. They would have little pop-up fun facts throughout the movies. And they did a hat count. For Kelsey and Ooh, Ryan. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember who had the more more. Okay, hats. I was gonna say if you can I, guess it right now, I'd be thoroughly. Impressed. I really like, don't remember which one, but I'm gonna go with Ryan. Hats. Okay. I'm gonna go with Ryan. I just feel like he would have more. Probably. I don't know. He's in more scenes, right? Well, yeah, and he also. I mean, he, his parents are super rich, and they own Lava Springs. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Lava Springs, the resort that they all work at. In the okay. Okay. I haven't. I, I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen the second one. It's been even longer since I've seen the first one. So let's. All right, before we get any further, <laughs> I know, I'll uh, let, let me get back to the movie real quick. So they're at this party, right? Troy and Gabriella. And there's like this youth pastor looking dude who's like He does have very thing. youth pastor vibes. Yeah, and he's like pulling people on stage for karaoke. It's which very awkward. Which is rude. It's very awkward. It's very rude. And he's basically forcing <laughs> it upon everybody. And no one in this room looks like they're having fun with that. They look like they're preoccupied with doing like foosball and everything else. This is going to sound very niche and this is going to alienate me to a lot of viewers. But Guess what? This is what the whole show is about. It's very niche. <laughs> Who's going to listen to hours and hours of people talking about High School Musical? This audience, baby. That's right. Shout out to our audience. No, but um, the guy that wears that gigantic red cowboy hat, he always looked like he was having a great time and I always identified with him. You know what? That's the energy. You want to have that confidence, you know? You want to have that confidence going forward, especially when you're at a resort for New Year's Eve when your parents are having fun and you're just with a bunch of random ass kids. Oh, yeah. Bring sure. your red cowboy hat from whatever state you're from, guy. Probably Nebraska. Shout out to you. I want to see his <laughs> the spit off with that guy. Uh, so it's very awkward. You know, he's forcing everyone to sing, and eventually the spotlight's in this room. Spotlight on Gabriella and Troy. Gabriella, who's reading at this party. Reading May at the party. She doesn't read in. You know, she's. Who just, brings a book to a party? She doesn't have any friends. We established I'm sorry, this. she's a junior in high school and she's bringing a book. She moves around. She doesn't have friends. We get in, we find that out. But basically, it forces Gabrielle and Troy to come up and sing. And both of them don't sing, you know? So eventually, you know, she's just quiet. And Troy has to, like, coax it out of her. Like, come on, let's sing, you know? Yeah. And we get the first song in the movie. Of the whole franchise. The franchise. What Do you know what it is? Start up something. Oh, okay. okay. Do I you was, know? I was going to see if you knew. So this Sir. could be the start of, of something, something new. new. Hmm. Yes, indeed, it is the start of something it new. It is. Um. So, 
while we go through this episode, I want to establish something real quick. That I want to, I want to, a little game exercise for us, if, as it were. All right. Um, I want to make the definitive list of the High School Musical songs. So we're gonna tally up and like better or worse going forward of all the songs that we hear, and we're gonna find out what is the best song in the franchise. Is that cool with you? Yes. Um, I have to say, start of something new is definitely in the top ten, if not top five. So okay, so it's in. We're just starting with this movie for now, obviously, and there's only literally like nine maybe eight songs in this movie because they have repeats but but uh, no because what i've been looking for by sharpay and ryan is a completely different song than what troy and gabriella sing i'm sorry i don't even remember the, the fact that i'm the fact that miss darbus thinks that troy and gabriella's version of what i've been looking for is better than sharpay and ryan's that is treason that is jail time we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you're passionate, though. Everyone knows that their version is better. We'll get into it. Um, but yeah, so in the crowd, they're singing their song. The start of something new. It's awesome. It obviously, it's, it feels so right standing here with you because they're in love, you know? They got a crush, you know? They're crushing on each other. Um, but the crowd could literally seem less interested. The, the Half of the shots, no one's even looking at them. Uh, and then until Troy... Takes off his, his jacket. His blazer. His weird, ugly corduroy blazer. Throws into the crowd. And that's when everyone goes, woo! All right, let's see it. But Troy's shirt. Do you, his shirt is this long sleeve sky blue. It's atrocious. Button up with floral line I, suspenders on the sides. Yeah. Just no. We talked about the fashion, but no one was wearing it. I don't, it was, oh, we, it was bad. Just no. You know what I mean? It was bad. Uh, and then everyone's into the music now. And starts clapping, completely out of sync with the actual music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get it's a Disney Channel movie, so it's just going to be that. It's just going to be awkward. But you got to think that when they made the first High School Musical, they didn't know it was going to be massive. They had no idea. So that's why I feel like the second and third ones both have such different tones. I mean, it just keeps getting elevated. So I think they didn't know High School Musical was going to be what it was. So I think it kind of just it makes it kind of a cute little humble beginning. I find it odd that this did take off as it did. I don't know. Like, the movie musical really has taken off in recent years, but I think it really started with the Disney Renaissance. I mean, these kids that watched High School Musical grew up on Little Mermaid, on um, Aladdin, on Beauty and the Beast. And those are very Broadway-style movies, if you think about it. I mean, they have a lot of Broadway style. I mean, the first song in Beauty and the Beast is a seven-minute number about the lead. Like, and, very, ga- and Gaston. Yes, it's very Broadway. <laughs> so I think bringing that into the homes and then having high school musical come next i mean the kids were ready for it it's not like the music was such a like offbeat but going forward i don't think like the songs in here i don't think even compared to the other two because i don't even remember any of these songs you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's just like it doesn't feel like this one has any kind of the i mean it's been forever since i've seen the other two obviously and maybe it's because you like the other two more but I, I just want to establish that going forward. Like okay. I, I'm not the biggest fan of all the songs here. Anyway, uh, the crowd goes wild as soon as they finish their song. How's the song end? Um, uh, start of something. Start of something new. Okay, they yeah. ended on that. All right, perfect. Uh, so everyone clapping at us, saying everyone huge round of applause. They go nuts, you know. Uh, then obviously it's midnight. Yeah. So they all start rushing outside to see the fireworks. Mm-hmm. And I think they're kind of cute together. They have like the exact same smile, Troy and Gabriella. I'm like, oh, all yeah, right, see, I can see I, it. I grew tired of them, but the first movie, I, I shipped it. Yeah, it, it's, it, it, I think they're kind of cute, especially in this one. I don't, I mean, going forward, you have opinions going forward. I haven't, it's been a long time since I've seen them. Yeah, so we'll, we'll talk we'll, later. We'll get about into that. them later. But 
in the, in this movie, I get I, I like them together. I think they're fine. Um, but it's a stroke of midnight. The fireworks are going off. Time to kiss. And Troy's like, almost gonna make a move, but he doesn't. He chickens out. Come on, but my he man. does get her phone number. He gets her phone number though, right? He, that that counts for something. Mm-hmm. She runs away after he's like, "Hey, I had a really great so time." So see his, her mom. Yeah, I know, but oh well. But I do want to bring this up to you. Modern day Sandy and Danny situation from Greece. They meet at vacation, uh, yeah, and they're like in love, and they. But come it's kind back. of a modern twist in which they both have to go through a sort of transformation, and also they're friends. Did they do that in Greece? Well, John Travolta didn't really go through any transformation. Yeah, he's besides not, he's trying not, to do sports, and he's not a jerk, right? He's a jerk in the beginning, and he's not. He's still a jerk. <laughs> oh God, we'll talk about Greece. Greece lightning, episode. though. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and that's literally. Just but my about, favorite part of Greece. No, my, I'm not gonna get into that. My favorite part of Greece is when he's like, uh, "Oh, what's that song? It's the uh, Strand of Driving." No, 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 no. Well, the the, the main. <laughs> Sorry, that was so obscure. <laughs> What is, no, the, what's the main song where it's, he's like... Grease Lightning? No. Uh, You're the one that I want? No. Summer like, Nights? I think so. Where he's like, he's like, those summer... And then and he, then he goes, goes, nah! <laughs> yes! Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, like, it's just really turn good. it off after that. It's great. Yeah. Um, okay, let's back to, uh, sorry, back to the Wildcats. You know, vacation's over. He's never going to see her again. He just has her number with those old 2006 phones. You're never going to text on those things. You know, it's way too hard. He's got football to look forward to. Basketball? How dare you? Basketball. Sorry. How Basketball. dare. I, Did you watch the film? Or <laughs> Wait, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Basketball. Yes, basketball. Uh, but yeah, he's got to go back to East High. And we get our second song in the movie. Wildcat, sing along. Everybody's no, going on. No. What? How, that That is at the end with We're All In This Together. The second song is actually Get Your Head In The Game. No, no, no. Before that, they, as, he, as he's coming off the bus, they're singing Yeah, but song. it's not... They're not it's not a full song. It's not a song. Uh, so, you know, Troy's back at school. Troy, Troy, the Runder Boy's back. Everybody's flocking around this dude, and he's like school royalty. Yeah. Everyone crowds around Troy. Like, nerds are there, jocks, there's cheerleaders, everybody. Like, everybody loves this kid, you know? Uh, no, they don't. We talk Taylor about. does not like him. Everyone crowding around Troy. Like, it's basically most of the student body. Yes, everyone's kind of Just to show him. that he's popular, yes. And there's the, the few niche category of the smart people who don't like him because mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a jock. Yeah. And, but everybody else in school, the smallest slice of the pie doesn't like him, but everybody, majority of the school likes him. Yeah, yes? he's a good guy. Okay. Um, and we get our introduction to some of the other characters, the uh, basketball mm-hmm. team, Chad and the basketball team. And I think there's uh, Zeke and Jason. Yes. And may I just say, Zeke is the best character in the entire High School Musical franchise. And I know now he would own a great restaurant and he'd be... He's just a great dude. I just think he is so <laughs> underrated. And frankly, if I had to choose any of the High School Musical men, I would choose Zeke by a million. Why? What was his? What would his restaurant be called? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it's it would be delicious. Um, the basketball jocks, Troy's friend, his group, his clique. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on Chad, and then also the team as a whole? Like, do you like do you like them? What's your? Uh... Yeah, I mean, they're in pretty stereotypical roles. You got. Chad is your stereotypical jock best friend who's like, get your head in the game. He's oddly protective of that basketball. It's like a security blanket. But no, it's it is. It's it's, it's kind of yeah, and his uh, shirts are also iconic. All of his oh, graphic I, tees. Well, you don't really get to see the other two guys that are his friends. Jason no, you don't get to explore them until the further movies. Okay. Do you? But you like Zeke a lot, and he, it's weird that they're not really part of the main. There's just a six main. Yeah. It's and weird that the they're not really part of it though. It's 
throughout the further movies, they get more character development. I, but they're still on the outside looking in, you know? I feel bad for them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we see some of the other ancillary characters walking by as Troy's coming into school. We'll get into more of them later because we don't really get a full scene with them. It's kind of just them in the, in the background kind of looking like Sharpay and Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, a Taylor. I don't know if you see Kelsey yet or not. Um, no. It's just a bunch of people, you know, kind of there. So we'll get into them later. But we also see that Gabriella? What? She's at the school? At East High? Troy has it to see her, though. No, he hasn't Only seen the her. audience. But does. how could that be? We find out that her mom transfers locations so often that Gabriella has been a junior in high school and she's moved schools like every, she moves every few months. Yeah. So she doesn't have any roots anywhere. She doesn't have any real friends. She's like Jasmine, you know? She doesn't have any friends. Oh my God. She has no one. So it's why it's it's easy why to see why she's awkward. But I'll argue not awkward enough. She seems real comfortable real quick but with everything. I guess the point of the movie, right? You're just like, I'm going to change who I am. Oh, wow. See, I'm, I already told myself a lesson. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's the first day, uh, and we get to the main room with uh, – Miss Jarvis. Homeroom. It, it's the first class of the day. It's homeroom theater? It's just homeroom, but she's a theater teacher, so of course her classroom is going to be covered in – I really don't like her. I hate that you don't like her. It, she's very odd. She's a theater teacher. Theater teachers are not even that odd. You know what yes, I'm saying? We went to private school, Connor. Yes, I they are. I went to public school, too. Um <laughs> Very, she's very author, authoritarian. She's very demanding. She's very unfair, and she basically forces her agenda onto the kids. I stand. I'm sorry. I love her. Detention all around for phones. I get it. No, not even just that. She's like everyone. We're going to give you the detention to work in the theater, and it's just every everything she says grinds into my head. And I'm just like that I just can't makes me sad. stand her. She's horrible. And she's wrong almost all the time when she's arguing her points. Going forward, we'll get into it. Like when she's like trying to argue stuff, but she, I'm like, no, you're in the wrong here. You don't make, you're not making any sense whatsoever in how you are treating this. Uh, but yeah, Troy sees Gabriella in class. He's like, how could you be here? And so instead of saying, hey, or like looking at her or anything, he pulls out his phone and starts texting her. Well, he's in the front, she's in the back. It makes sense. You can stand up during homeroom. So. Let's just continue. Just, just, we're we're, we're going to be talking about this movie for three hours it's at gonna, this point. <laughs> he gets everyone in the class detention, our core six, that being Troy and Gabriella, Sharpay and Ryan, and then Taylor, Taylor Chad. and Chad. Yeah, so it's like their core breakfast club. So Troy you know, meets up with her in the, in the hallway after class and is like, how, did you, what, how are you here? And she kind of gives him up to speed about everything that's going on. Uh Troy's like, hey, uh, you know, keep it on the down low. My friends don't know I sing, you know. So, mm-hmm. so let's uh, let's not talk about that, you know. It's very, you know. Yeah, hush hush. Very hush hush. Very Sandy and uh, what's his name? Danny. Danny. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> and Gabriella delivers her line kind of weird when they look at the scre- the spring musical uh, sign up sheets, mm-hmm. and she's just like, I just want to get them out of the scow. Yeah, and I knew when she says that. I was like, ooh, I don't like the way you delivered that. No, just, I just want to get them out of the scow. I don't want to sign up for anything. And I'm just like, why did you say it like that? Yeah. It's so weird. Uh, this is when we get our first real introduction into the your queen. favorite character. The absolute queen of the series. Sharpay Evans. Miss Sharpay Evans. Thoughts, impressions of her? Amazing. I did not like her, obviously, because I was eight and I was told not to like her. Because, But like, we were watching it as I got older and older. I really... She's such a good character, and I honestly get it. Like, I get why she gets so mad at them. Like, and she doesn't really do anything that vicious. Um, she's pretty bad. I mean, what if I had 
you know, but then 17 school productions, as she says, and these two random ass people who have never done a show before get lead. They didn't even get lead. They do. Not in this thing, because there's literally no musical in High School Musical. It's, it's just to try out, and she doesn't let anyone try out. She can't stand any competition. She won't let anyone else try out. She's very mean to everybody else. She literally said try out when they first got there, but because they ruined her callback. They could have not been ruined. It literally could have been the next day, but she moved the day. Remember? She moved the day. She moved the day of the callback to the day Yeah, of the game. there wouldn't have been a callback because they weren't on time. Miss Darbus that, even says. And that's that's BS. That's BS, too. They were on time, and that's why we hate Miss Darbus. You know no. what I'm saying? Sorry, that's uh, the theater. It's a very – so for me, you're a lot like her, I think, in your in your uh, attitude, but also you're like a mix of her and one other character, in my opinion. You're a mix of like her and Taylor, and that's how I kind of see you somehow. It's very – it's a lot of Capricorn energy that you're throwing at me. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it's like a chicken and the egg scenario. I don't know if it's because you grew up and matured with these movies that you kind of emulated like your two favorite characters or if it was like you're already like that and then seeing them kind of like, oh, you know, kind of thing. I, don't, I just – I don't know. I Taylor was never really my favorite, but I admire well, – there's, there, there's a line in here. I'm like, oh, that's so, <laughs> so you. We'll get to it later. Okay. But Taylor says something like, oh, that's, that's, totally, <laughs> that's totally you. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we see Sharpay signs, her, signs up for the – with her amazing penmanship. Signs up for the thing. She signs up for – no one else can sign up for the musical, she, basically. It says. It, there's room, but there's go no, off. There's no room. She signs all the lines. Uh, and she also seems very interested in Troy in a very, like, controlling ownership relationship type of way. It's like a mountain lion. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's that line, right? Mm -hmm. Is that your favorite line? Or? No, no. My actual – I liked Chad's joke in which he said, oh, I wonder what Sharpay's meant all winter break doing. Shopping for mirrors and everyone just guffaws. <laughs> That's not that funny. Oh. <laughs> uh, but the mountain lion one was kind of funny. Oh, mountain lion's yeah. cute, but you don't pet it or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, kind of cute too. Yeah. So it was a mountain lion. I have some trivia for you. I only have like four questions because okay. I wanted to find stuff that I don't think you would get. Okay. Uh, so on, on the play, the sign-up sheet says, what, what is the play called? What's the title of the play that they're signing up for? I know. Give me a second. I know the main characters are Arnold <laughs> and Minnie. Oh, damn. That's okay. the main characters. I should ask you that. Um, oh, my God. Oh, I, I can't think of it. And oh, I'm gonna get. I know no. if my friends listen to this. Hi, friends, if you're watching this or listening to this, I know you're disappointed in me. Oh no, you I, don't know it. I stumped I just you on know the first the question. Musical. But I know the main character's name. So That's that should pretty give good. Me, I'm that really, give me I'm points. really impressed you know the names because I didn't know the names. But I, I can't think of it. Do you it want right me now. to real, real see the correct answer? At the end, I gotta think about it. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, we see you know, everyone kind of goes about their day before they have to go to detention. You know, Troy has basketball mm -hmm. practice and. You know, Chad and him are talking, and Chad, by the way, very hairy armpits. We see it's that. Like, oh no, my that man. was a core memory for me as an eight-year-old. <laughs> I hadn't really seen men with, or you know, teenagers, because I was eight, and with armpit that literally scarred me for a little bit. Just when you thought that curly head of hair was something, you just gotta watch out because those armpits are like mm -hmm. popping out. Yeah. You know, they're out to get you. And I also feel like during their conversation in the library, when he talks about um, having the Phantom of the Opera inside of his mom's fridge, I did not fully appreciate that <laughs> line until I got it's older. It's not way later. <laughs> not on the fridge, in the fridge. <laughs> and honestly, I am Chad's mom. <laughs> you have Phantom of the Opera. In I have Gerald Butler, the movie version, not even the good version with Michael Crawford. I mean, Chad's like, hey, Troy, you're a baller. You're not a singer. You know, mm -hmm. get your head in the game. We get the next song in the movie. Get your head in the game. Better or worse than the previous song? 
I, I'm partial to this number simply because I did a tap routine to this in my dance Ooh. class. And we had, like, fun little, like, athletic outfits. It was very fun. And I do enjoy this number. I enjoy the bridge. I I like the whole cinematography of it all where he's, you know, a single spotlight. Um, but, you know, I'm going to say start something new is better. Okay. Start something new. I will agree with you because while at first it's cool with the basketball choreography – it gets really old really quick. The choreography is very good in these movies, and I don't think it's talked about enough. Like the group numbers, Disney Channel not seen them. stuff like that before. Some of them. I'm s- stick to the status quo. Disney Channel. There was the group I, choreography of the previous song was not very good. Well, that's not uh, like actual like dancing. They were clapping in the background. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm just continue. saying, not all the ones are great. This one, I will agree with you that it's worse than the other one. So we'll put it l- less than because it's abundantly clear that Troy's lip singing. Mm-hmm. Abundantly clear. Yes. And it, yes. I don't know why. Because he doesn't lip sync the rest of the movies. No, just the first one. Why? How awkward must it be on set? You're like, all right, Troy, sing. But he's like, I'm, I don't sing, so everybody else sings. And I'm I mean, he got casted, so. I guess. I don't know. Maybe he got casted for looks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Tro- he did. Troy's real handsome. So, uh, Troy's obviously got to get his head in the game, very on the nose, kind of like, hey, got to focus mm-hmm. in on what you're good at, Troy. Yeah. Focus and, you know, storytelling and all. That's what this whole movie's about, and we never get over it, and they just keep repeating it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Focus on what you are. Yeah. Uh, we get Stick a, to the status quo. Yes. <laughs> we get, like, a few short scenes of, like, Gabrielle's showing how she's super smart in, like, science class or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and she's, like, correcting the teachers. And Sharpay also sees this. Yeah, she notices, and she's kind of, like, awestruck, but she's, like, scheming as well. Mm-hmm. She's, like, up to something. Uh, and then she's like looks up on the old Mac computers at the school that they don't have anymore. Uh, but yeah, she looks up and she finds out she types in Gabrielle's name, and the first result is like she's a Scholastic Championship yeah winner. Uh, so she prints out the articles and throws them in people's lockers. No, she throws it into Taylor's locker because Sharpay's just trying to get her into a club where she belongs in. So she puts it in Taylor's locker, and Taylor's like, "Oh, this but girl that's wants bad. To she wants she should How? do the stuff she wants to do. She didn't want to sign up for it." And Gab- Gabrielle didn't want to sign up for anything. Yeah, exactly. She didn't want to. You should not force her to. If it wasn't for Sharpay, Gabrielle would have signed up for anything. If it wasn't Sharpay, they would have gotten to the uh, musical, and they would have had a happily ever after. No, I'm just saying she's the obstacle in their way. She's the villain. Okay, go um, on. So anyway, we're in detention, Darvis style. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids are mm-hmm. painting sets and wandering around the stage, the iconic doing moon. stuff. Miss Darvis is like she's trying to promote joining the play mm-hmm. to all the kids who are punished in detention. Yeah, kind of being like, you know, you, why would you ever want to join her play if you're in detention with her? She's the worst. She's like, kids are malleable. No, the, she's like the theater is a temple of the arts, and the, yeah, and the best cell phone ring is the one of the crowd. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's a theater. She's a theater person. That's like worse than like an English. She just teacher. enunciates and every. Oh, I can't stand her, but. Uh, yeah, so we find out that Gab- Sharpay put the, the article of Gabrielle in, in Taylor's locker, and Taylor is like, oh, you want to join the thing? Uh, we also find out that at the basketball practice, uh, Troy's dad, who's also a minor character of the of the movies. Uh, and the coach. And the coach of the basketball team. He's like, where's Troy and Chad? And he's like, no. Where's Troy and Chad? <laughs> so I was dying. He's like, nobody wants to say anything. He's like, don't make me ask again. And literally, he just immediately yeah. is like, where's Troy and Chad? <laughs> Starts yelling. I and then they all mumbled attention. I was Jarvis. What are those two doing in a tree? <laughs> I was dying. I was I was laughing so hard. He storms in there like, what the heck are these boys doing in a tree? Mm-hmm. Shouting. I'm getting real like, uh, Brad Pitt vibes from him, and I don't know why. I don't know. I my see favorite it. fun fact in all of Hollywood is the fact that 
I thought you were about to say he was his brother or something. I'm <laughs> like, oh my gosh. It is the fact that Bart Johnson, who plays uh, Coach Bolton, he is married to Blake Lively's sister. So oh. him and Ryan Reynolds are brothers-in-law. That's kind of iconic. I hope he's in Deadpool 3. <laughs> I know. As, as Troy's dad. As Coach Bolton. <laughs> But so basically he's like, this is ridiculous. You can't my basketball players when we have a championship game coming up mm-hmm. in this detention right now. Mm-hmm. So the, Miss Darvis is like, no, I, how dare you? So they go to the principal's office mm-hmm. to figure this out. Yeah. Trivia number two for you, High School Musical fan. You I, haven't even answered your first one yet. Principal of East High, what is his name? Steve something. Um, starts with an M. Last name. Uh-huh. Ends with an I. Okay. So, incorrect, it's Dave. Shoot. I know there was a V in there. But you did get the last one. It's Matsui. Yeah. Dave Matsui, principal of East High. So, I stumped. You got ha- I'll give you half points. Thank right? you. I'll give you half points. Do you have an qu- uh, answer for the first one? Because they kind of reveal it in this scene a little bit. Twinkle Town. Oh, yeah. It's with an E mm-hmm. at the end. Horrible. So, you're now not doing so hot. Okay, but I should get... I picked really a- hard questions. I'll be fair. But basically, he's he brings up the good point, like... If they're going to serve detention painting sets, they can do it after practice. They're literally going to be here all night anyway. So why does it have to cut into practice? It doesn't make any sense. If they're going to serve detention anyway, do it after. But we all know that theater kids – theater and athletics have always had a Civil War-like rivalry. Always. They don't have to be because guess what? We can be into both. You know what I'm saying? Well, after this movie, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It broke barriers. It did. It did. Uh, But she – Miss Darbus has a horrible comeback because she says – Oh, if they were theater kids, would you let them get special treatment? Uh, okay, so detention for theater kids was to paint sets. It's the same detention. What are you talking about? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, if you gave your kid detention, you you want them – what if the detention was something else? She would be pissed. She'd be like, no, I need them to for play practice. They can go I mean, clean we, drawers, whatever else. I mean, we're not saying musical is the best writing. I'm not. I'm just saying, Miss Darbus, hypocrite. That's all I'm saying. But, yeah, so we get the pep talk, what team, Wildcats, and the basketball team, and we get the West High has been beating them three years in a row. Yeah. Troy's dad is back at basketball practice giving everybody a, mm-hmm. here we go, what team, Wildcats, yeah. you know, we're going to take it back from them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, we go throughout the year, or I guess it's, it's kind of quick, huh? It's like within the first two weeks of the, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but, you know, Gabriella is now new besties with Taylor, and they're talking about, like, decathlon joining it. I, I kind of like Taylor. She's, she seems, like, totally in control and confident. And kind she's of no, a Capricorn. She knows she what doesn't. she wants. But she also seems kind of down to earth and not, like, caring about the drama kind of yeah. thing. You know, she's like, oh, high school's dumb, you know, kind of thing. I really like her in this one, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tr- Gabriella's kind of like, no, I don't want to join. Hey, what do you think of Troy? And she's just like, listen, listen, sister. You know, I'm no expert on this, but let's talk to the cheerleaders. Oh, my gosh. And Troy's, Troy's like, totally. Like, yeah, I can yeah. see you doing this. Like, she's like, okay, yeah. let's, let's, let's hash this out right now. This is not what's going to happen, you know? And she's like, if you want to really see what Troy's all about, let's see at lunch, like, what's going to happen. And they're like, oh, all right, sure. Stick mm-hmm. to the status quo. Hint, hint, what's going to happen. Uh, and, you know, Troy, before school comes back the next day, he's trying to talk to his dad about, like, hey. He's like, I want to do basketball, but I also want to try new things. What do you think, dad? And, dad's and, his, like, and his dad's like, yeah, we should try new things. Go left. And he's like, no, dad, I'm not yeah. talking about basketball here. And so his dad only focused on one thing, mm-hmm. basketball. He peaked in high school, and now he's just only focused on high school. Yeah. One thing, best thing in life is being a baller. Literally. You know? Well, his number is retired in is East really? High. Oh, man. You see both Boltons, and oh, his dad's number is number 21. See, okay. See, I, I know that trivia. Please. <laughs> Troy and Gabrielle decide next day at school they're trying. They're going to try out for the musical. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Miss Darbus announces that free period, she's going to be holding auditions for school, and that she'll be in the theater until noon. Until noon. Where's other classes, Miss Darbus? She teaches nothing. Waste of a paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, yeah, so basically with the horrible American Idol montage of the horrible singers. No, I'm sorry, but that scene walked. So the since you've been gone scene in Pitch Perfect. Oh, that's a good scene in Pitch Perfect. Yeah, yeah. It, that was the blueprint. We get like the really awkward kids. We get like the people who sing really high. We get the, the like, contemporary dancing. Yeah, I the really ballet dancing it. going by. The, you know, and the oh, I was I was alone. Now, yeah. Like the slam poetry. Yeah. Yes. Oh, amazing. <laughs> it was awkward and cringy as hell. And then Miss Darbus, champion of the theater and the arts and equality, right? Mm-hmm. She's problematic, I say, because she's like, oh, uh, you should go see a counselor. You're very disturbing. Oh, that was very disturbing. Go see a counselor. <laughs> Not okay. Not okay. But it's also the preview for the next song. It's hard to believe you were right there mm-hmm. besides me. I've never had someone. Because Sharpay and Ryan have to show everybody what's up. They do. And then they do. Everyone loves a good jazz square. That number is so iconic. That's better than both those first two. I would disagree. Mm, sorry, I'm correct. Fine. It's more of a bop. It's more of a bop. No, yeah, I think about it. Yeah, it's a little bit better. Um, but we finally get introduction to Ryan. Now, I, I just want to get quick thoughts on him because in this movie, he, we don't get a lot of him. He's more of like a prop for Sharpay. Mm-hmm. If you, do you know what I mean? Yes. I'm getting a little bit of twin cest vibes i'm getting a little like ken doll barbie vibes yes. like he's not he's not really, he doesn't really he's not like a full fledged no character. he gets a lot more development in the second one yeah and second and third one i mm-hmm. think but you know and they doing their dance and everyone's blown away by their auto-tune voices and their dance moves and, I'm and, including and, myself yes <laughs> uh and they're, they're like we're shooting for the part thank you you know because uh, they have been for the last three years but they total bitch to kelsey going and she's like oh your song was never chosen <laughs> you know uh yeah we get introduced to kelsey she's weird Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so Miss Darbus, so much for being inclusive about the theater, is like, oh, going once, going twice. All right, no more signups. And then Gabrielle and Troy come out hiding. They're like, oh, wait, we want to sign up. And they're embarrassed. They want to try out. And she, her theater program needs people, right? She doesn't let them try out. She's like, auditions are over. And she's totally better. And she just leaves. And she's just like, audibly, while I was watching this, and they're like, come on, please. And she's like, nope, sorry. And walks out. All this audience like, Fuck you. I was like so annoyed. I can't stand her attitude. And then it's all about how Kelsey trips on nothing and drops all of her papers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Kelsey. I'm sorry. Not in this movie. I'm, I don't know about any of them. She just is weird. She is weird. But yeah, then we get the slower rendition of Kelsey's song. Forgettable. Yeah. Well, uh, it's nice, but it's just whatever. But Miss Darbus hears the whole thing, and she, he's like, you have a callback. A callback, and then Sharpay freaks out. We yeah. get to the callback scene. No, she came and found Great transition. Her thing has been questioned, and then she's like, we got to – this is crazy. We can't have a competition. I can't let this thing be allowed. Someone needs to tell them the rules. What are the rules? Oh, my God. In oh, the cafeteria. And then we get into oh. – Stick to the status quo. Which I think is the best number in the first High School Musical. I think stick to the status quo is maybe better than we're all in this together, which I know is controversial – what is the right, so what's our list going forward here? Hang on. Get your head in the game is number one. No. What I've been looking for. Oh, okay. Then get start the something game, new. And then start something. I, which I like to start something. Me too. And then get your head in the game and then the reprise. Okay. But the status quo goes on top. It's number yes, one. That's number one for now. The choreography, the universe exploration, like we get to see a lot of world building. 
it's just really good. It's really good. It's basically a song about staying in your lane. Uh-huh. And the kids are kind of coming out, spilling their secrets about their yeah. hidden passions and things they like to do. And Zeke is like one of the basketball players. He's like, I just love baking. And they're like, no, you can't do it. Stick to the stuff you know. And if I'm on the basketball team, if I'm on after a game, after practice, after – Well, he does bake Sharpay cookies at the very end of the film. True. But, I mean, go, before this film even starts, mm-hmm. why would you not be like, yeah, I want some baked goods, Zeke. Bring some on the bus. I mean, you got you can't really think about this film that critically because <laughs> it is a decom. Yes, some yeah. of the stuff doesn't really fly, but you know, stick to the stuff you know. If you want to be cool, follow, follow one, one simple, simple rule. rule: don't mess with the flow. Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, another nerd girl is like, "Hip hop's my passion. I love to pop and lock and jam and break." And the one guy is that like, even legal? Yeah. <laughs> That's that honestly is very fat phobic. And she wasn't even she was just curvy. No, and she, she could yeah. she could pop and lock and jam and break. She, she could. actually could. She was actually a really good dancer. Martha Cox, we it's we, a Martha Cox stan account right here. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't even tell her her name in this one. No, because I think she gets she gets a little bit bigger in the other ones. Mm-hmm. And she's not even that big in this one. I'm like, no, why why can't she dance? Like I don't understand. Uh, but yeah, he's like, and then my favorite is a cello player. His oh, he's like the stoner kid. Absolute stoner friends who think that he's playing a saw when he's doing his when he's. I wonder if that was like, I wonder the if that was cello. voiceover for like. Is it a bong? Like, <laughs> oh saw! No, dude, it's like a giant violin. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the song's all about you can't speak up, no changing clicks. You can't have any other bass interests except for your totally skin deep superficial. Mm-hmm. And interests. then you have your amazing bridge by the Sharpay Evans. And I love Troy has some great dance moves. Or no, not Troy. Chad. Yes. He's like I love because so Chad's it, like no, and then he just absolutely <laughs> just throws it down. He's awesome. He has like some cheerleader goes and tosses his hair. Yes. Uh, his lumpious. I can see this. This lumpious head of hair. Uh, he throws the ball up into the air. It goes up. He drops into like a T pose mm-hmm. sideways, and then goes down to like a push up, flips back onto his back, and then flips back onto his feet. Dude, no, Corbin Blue is so talented. Like, I don't know, this is going to be, again, very niche, but he was just in the Broadway revival of Kiss Me Kate, and he is so, he's such a good dancer. Like, he's really, really talented. He's great. I like him in this, even though he's very one note. Miss mm-hmm. um, Darbus sees, uh, or no, because something happens at the end where... Gabriella accidentally s- slips, and she spills all of her nachos all over Sharpay's beautiful pink blazer. Yes, but Sharpay was roaching kind of, you know, mean me. But she leaves in her rump because Sharpay's like, is this just a joke, a farce that all this is happening? It's, and, you know, she gets Miss Darvis to go down into the boys' locker room while all the boys are showering. She's lucky this is 2006 and not now because mm-hmm. it's funny then, not funny now. Uh, but she just is like, are you trying to pull a practical joke in my chapel of the arts? And she's – uh. it's very, It's very theater kid though. Theater kids are the worst and we're so dramatic. And she's in the locker room. She's yelling at Troy's dad, the mm-hmm. coach, and he's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she just leaves in her rump. And she's just like, mm-hmm. I give every student a fair chance, even your son. And I'm like, no, you didn't. She you, did. You did not. <laughs> you didn't she, let them try okay, out. Okay, let's continue. This Miss Darvis <laughs> hate is just taking over the I'm, whole episode. I'm sorry. I really hate her. Uh, I get So the next scene is they're on the science club garden roof thing mm-hmm. on the campus. Trivia number three. What necklace does Gabriella wear throughout this movie? It's a butterfly. Final answer? Yeah. Heart-shaped. Damn it. You are doing. I thought you'd do much better on this. I picked really hard ones. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Did I not? All these comments <laughs> that I'm saying is not proving my. Okay. I, you are proving. I picked really obscure stuff on purpose. The some of the other ones I looked up was like, what color is this guy's shirt? I'm like, oh, 
not stupid. That's not one's gonna, you know. I try to pick good ones, you know. Troy and Gabrielle have a hard heart. Like, hey, I want to be. I don't want to be the basketball guy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't want to just be the girl. And, and yeah. Troy has a weird line. He's like, you even look like one too. Even yeah, about her being a girl. <laughs> yeah. He's really awkward. But they decide they're gonna go back to the callbacks and do the song together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they get a montage of them practicing their singing by themselves and stuff. You know, with Gabrielle's Kelsey, doing the yeah. same. Sharpay and Ryan not practicing, spending their time trying to look for Gabrielle. And Troy. What, what we see. What we see. But and they don't need to. They're, they're already great. I don't know. Uh, Troy has a stand-up for himself at one point because Troy's dad sees him with Gabriella and he's like, you got to focus on the game, Troy. Mm-hmm. Stands up for himself. It's Gabriella. She's very nice. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, Some things are special, Dad, besides basketball, you know, like girls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he's like, I want to be a basketball player and a singer kind of thing. Uh, and then Chad is very disappointed in Troy. He's like, you're a hoops dude, not a singer dude. And we get the fan of the offer line that you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Chad and... Taylor. Taylor are like, we need we need the captain. We need Gabrielle on this team. We got to yeah. hatch a plan. Horrible friends. Honestly, Horrible friends. yeah, this was really dirty of them. And very dirty. They have a plan to save them, save Gabrielle and Troy from themselves. And yeah. when you say that, I instantly am like, uh, I'm not, I'm not following you. You know, that's not yeah. okay. So they put their plan to action, and their plan being they're going to mesh with Troy's emotions and they're going to mess with Gabrielle's logic with extremely obvious webcams from 2006. Yeah, they're pretty obvious. Troy's not. Gabrielle means smart. nothing to me. All right. <laughs> and you know that weird evolution thing that Taylor shows Gabriella. It's yeah, basketball guys corner Troy in the locker room mm-hmm. and like they show him some like memorabilia and like legends of the school yeah. kind of thing, including uh, his own father. Including his father is like the final nail in the head. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, even yeah. your father didn't focus on one thing. Yeah. Like, oh man, he's the champion of the 1981 Wildcat team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to hit Troy in his emotions kind of thing, and they hit Taylor and the science team hit her with logic hit gabriella's logic and they have the webcam showing troy whatever they're queuing mm-hmm. that up ready to yeah. go but this is what the line is that reminded me of you so much oh lord so they're showing gabriella the powerpoint presentation of like the cavemen and the mm-hmm. knights and things this is me so she says i already know what you're gonna say she says our culture worship the aggressor throughout the ages and we end up with spoiled overpaid bonehead athletes who contribute little to civilization other than slam dunks and touchdowns that is the inevitable world of Troy Bolton. And she goes on. Did she say anything wrong? That's complete bars. So, so, and then All she, bars. Then, hang on. And then it keeps going. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is, <laughs> this is so you. And then she goes on saying about like how her path, like the brain is the best path forward because it brought them so many legends and icons. Yeah, and she talked about all Such of them. as, mm-hmm. it brought us these people, Eleanor Roosevelt, yes. Frida Kahlo, Sandra Day. Day O'Connor. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and Jane Goodall, Oprah Winfrey, you yes. know, and so many others who the world reveres. Is, is uh, she wrong? No. Is she incorrect? No, she's not. Those are all great people. Uh, but Gabrielle is like, no, you know, no, and she doesn't want to hear it, but they pull the old switcheroo and they show the webcam of Troy being like, I don't even like Gabrielle. This girl mm-hmm. means nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are everything to me. I love what you. He's like, I'm a wildcat, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Happy now? You know, kind uh-huh. of thing. And then Gabrielle sheds a single tear down her face and then Taylor, after showing her that thing, is like, oh, so you want to join now? Thanks. Awesome. Hey, you want to go get lunch? I'm like, no, bitch. You just yeah. broke her heart. Like, she's really... going to be your friend. Like, you're horrible. And then she sings one, arguably the most forgettable song of the entire franchise. I felt bad about it. I was like, she's trying, but. Uh, it's arguably the worst song in the whole franchise. I thought you were my fairy tale. No, it's not. We when... don't. That's what it's, when called. They, it's I called. I thought you were my fairy tale. Yeah, but the song tale. is called When There Is Me and You. Okay. Well, that's. See how much I remember that. Yeah. See, you know what I mean? Like, the songs, I'm not. A lot of the songs I'm not really remembering, but. 
you know, dreams don't come true. The song is about, you know, it's all a lie. She's been totally betrayed. She's fed mm-hmm. up with the world, you know, kind of thing. Walking through the hallways, empty hallways, there's a pep rally yep. going on. But she the, she keeps turning the hallway. Every scene, she like yeah, turns, and it's that, the same hallway. And I love that she wears her belt over her shirt. Yeah. I just think that's the most 2006 thing yeah. I've ever seen. It was it was awful. Uh, I'm going to write that down. Fairy Tale is the last song, obviously. No, it's When I when There Was Me and You. That's what okay. the song is called. Me and You. Okay. When There Was Me and You. <laughs> Okay, sorry. All right. Uh, but yeah, she's heartbroken, and she just shuts Troy down because Troy tries to talk to her, and she mm-hmm. just gives him the cold shoulder. And yeah. Troy's like, uh, "What I, I do? What I do, though?" <laughs> uh, uh, but basically, he can't focus on anything at this point. He mm-hmm. can't make hoops. He's flopping on the court. He's, he throws it into his shrubbery. He throws it in the shrubbery, but he's like not even trying. Like he's like, "Ugh, ugh, yeah, that's, ah." <laughs> that's me doing the bare minimum. <laughs> he's honestly like no no effort, Troy. Uh, but then the team notices that they're both all depressed and not doing anything, and the, the, so both teams, nerds and the jocks, mm-hmm. like, uh, we've messed up. We gotta do. We gotta tell yeah. the truth. So they go confront him, like, "Hey, man, we're gonna go see you sing. We're gonna cheer you on." Uh, and he's like, well, "I can't sing because Gabrielle won't talk to me. I don't know why." And they're like, "Yeah, well, this is why." <laughs> and, <laughs> and the, <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't get mad at them either. No, I don't see his reaction, which I would be pissed. I'd be like, "Oh, I'm off the team." Bye. So, bye. I'm good luck com- winning the championship game without me. I'm committed fully to this. Yeah. Now. Uh, and they even tell Gabriella, and Gabriella is just like completely emotionless, and she's just like, I don't even care. Let's just focus on equations. So I don't know why she'd be their friend at this point. No, yeah, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Troy goes to her house, sneaks around the back, climbs the tree to her balcony. And may I just say, Gabriella's room just left us all with really unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Your own balcony in your room as a teenager. As a, as a king bed. As, even as an adult. I would never. I just want my own room. Her room was like the size of a living room. I, it was I would, huge. Can I just have a closet that's just mine? That's all, I, <laughs> I I, that's all I'll ask. Anything, <laughs> yeah, <sighs> no. But yeah, Troy, you know, he comes clean and apologizes. Way to step up, Troy. I'm proud of you. He also sings um, a acapella version of Start mm-hmm. Something Start New. Something New. Which... And I believe that is Zac Efron's voice. I don't, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I'm it not sounded, sure. I couldn't tell. But it wasn't as clearly auto-tuned or yeah. whatever else at this point. But I, I'm, I'm proud of Troy. Apologized, stepped up, did the right thing. Gene Good on Gene. You, you know, Canadian and, text. And he wasn't even like most movies where they're kind of like, oh, I'm not going to you know, apologize. Yeah. He was like, no, I, I messed up. I'm going to yeah. say it. I'm sorry. And we get the montage of them actually getting better at stuff because they're happy now. Mm-hmm. She's better at basketball. She's better at science stuff yeah. than practicing with Kelsey. And then we get the, we're soaring, flying, yeah. you know, that song. Uh, and then basically – it looks like they're going to be able to work out. It's going to be fine. They're going to be able to do the stuff they want to do and musical, and everyone's mm-hmm. happy. But Sharpay and Ryan have a plan to mm-hmm. change the date, and Miss Darbus is totally agreeing with them. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sick of Troy and Gabriella, and what's best for the feeder program is to move the date, then so be it, kind of thing. Like, oh, well, I guess it has to move. It has to move. Yeah. And she's totally in on it being moved. She's totally part of this, like, conspiracy. And then when they actually get moved, the callbacks – Kelsey goes up to the people like, no, it wasn't Miss Darbus who moved it. It was Ryan and Sharpay. They wear, they wear Jimmy Choo's. Yeah. That's what she says. <laughs> but Kelsey totally overheard it was totally Miss Darbus. Yeah. Yeah, but it was Miss Darbus, right? No, I think Miss Darbus was just a pawn because you see in High School Musical 3 how much she really loves Troy. After the fact. And I think even, I mean, she wouldn't have given them a callback if she didn't think that they had potential. Uh, I don't know. She's like, oh, wow, there's actually talent here. You know what I'm saying? Like, besides one, we got to get some new faces mm, in the theater yeah. program. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> this, this whole so, episode just to be called Anti-Miss Darvis. <laughs> Why Miss Darvis is the worst character. Worst character. <laughs> I hate her so much. Um, her and Grandpa from Spy Kids will be perfect together. I'll oh just my say God. that. Uh, so we get – I love this little line that, that they did for this – the final day. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, it's game day. It's 
uh, it's not a day. line. It's just on the subtitles. Yeah. yeah. So it's like game day, decathlon day, callback day, and then help. It just goes help. <laughs> it's like oh, it's a good joke. I like that. Uh, and then they put their plan into effect. Like okay, we can do this. We can go to all three things. Yeah. If we all work together and we plan something out. It's mm-hmm. like okay, so let's see it. Uh, so the whole gang. It's everybody sans Sharpay and Ryan. Yes, because they're the villains. Yeah. Um, and I they, they do have a cool other joke here where like they're trying to like be friendly with everybody and all gushy and like mm-hmm. they're showing team spirit and stuff. Yeah. And then they have the guys, the basketball team has like their yeah. sports jackets mm-hmm. and sweats on and they all get in like formation for Sharpay. Yes. And he's like, and they reveal their shirts like G O D R A M A C L U P exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> like, go drama club. And then um, Ryan being the illiterate idiot he is. Go draw, go draw, draw, go drama. <laughs> <laughs> like read. I actually like, I was like, I didn't, I didn't know that was coming. I was like, exclamation point. Hey, all right. Yeah. I kind of like that. But, you know, they get their plan in motion because there's no way they're going to be able to do this in one afternoon, right? Mm. Basically, we have everyone getting ready for their stuff. Troy uh, Troy has, like, a heart-to-heart with his dad being, like, Troy, mm-hmm. his dad's like, hey, Troy, don't worry about the pressure. I know what it's like. Just have fun in your, in your game. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing would make me happy. I'd have a smile on my face when I go to sleep. Yeah. Good, Dad. All right. Came around. Right on, Brad Pitt. Uh, mm-hmm. Sharpay and Ryan have, like, their warm-ups, the boo, boo, ma, ma. Hee-haw, hee-haw. <laughs> And they have a weird line where she's like, I trust you. And he's like, energy. That's Ugh. that's theater kids. So, so weird. You, you don't understand. So if you if you were never a theater kid, you don't understand. Yeah. Every theater program had those kids. I was in theater. I don't think I'm a theater kid. No, you were in you know a very I mean? low know budget theater group with high school. Yeah, but I I was in the theater program at college, too. And let me uh, tell you, we ran into a lot of kids like this. I'm like, this is not for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, they are a lot. Um, But, yeah, so, like, Troy's getting – the game's getting ready to start. Gabrielle's in the middle of her decathlon. She's doing, like, equations and things. Uh, And then the callbacks start to happen. High School Musical doesn't even have a musical in it. It's so weird. They don't even have the actual show show. No. It's, it's, not, that's not, it's not about the show. It's about them. But it's called High School – whatever. Uh, oh, I got a bird. Hang on. Google. <laughs> You've had a lot of issues, like, digestively. I know. It's all coming up. You know what I mean? Uh, they're in the middle of their song, Bop to the Top. Sharpay and Ryan have, like, a swing dance, salsa move. It's a salsa. Cultural appropriation? 2006, yet again. <laughs> Sorry. Yet again. It's fine. Yeah. Give it a pass. And I just love how in the movie, the song is meant to go on for ages. It really does go on forever. I mean, the soundtrack like version, like, you you bop. You bop to the top during that number. But when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, my God. Like, this number contextually is supposed to be going on. For maybe at least ten minutes. So I I don't think this is better than status quo. No. I don't think. So. I don't think it's better than what I've been looking for either. But I'm. I don't also think it's. I don't think it's better than get your head in the game either. I, I like is. it. It's fine. But I'm just like, I don't know. I feel more like. It not, did not age fine. well. Yeah, but it's better than when there was me and you for sure. Yes, yeah, better better than start something new. No. No. Oh wow. Okay. We'll lower that down now. Up to the top. I do like that song better than some of the other ones, but for some reason I'm just like. Eh. But if you think about, I mean, obviously we think about all three movies when we're talking about this now, but that's <laughs> not even their Sharpay and Ryan's numbers. Just they get, get better after this. Yes, incredibly better. Yes, um, but yeah, Troy's in the middle of his game, uh, and it's like the beginning of the game. Trivia, last bit of trivia I had for you. Oh I, I'm just trying. I only pick trivia questions okay. to stump you. That's the only reason I picked okay. them. Okay. What is Chad's number? Eight. Hey, all right. There you go. Chad's I, number is also retired at the end of High School Musical. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, so you got, what'd you get, two? And I, I think I get a bonus point for not answering the first one, but getting a different trivia that was even more niche. Yeah, it was pretty niche. Okay, all right, we'll give it to you, 100%. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, the the decathlon sends, like, a code to from their laptop to the gym. Which is 
Taylor is a genius. How did that happen? 2006 math. hacking. Yeah. yeah. Ma- math. <laughs> I don't know. But like it like has a technical difficulty where the lights and the scoreboard all go off, but the mic still works. Uh, so the electricity is still going there. Yeah. But the gym has to be evacuated for safety reasons. So Troy is in the perfect chance to, you know, head to Book the it. callback, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and then the decathlon has their own plan of like having this like potion. But brewing. the decathlon finished. They had just won. Oh, was that quick? Yeah. I thought they're still in the middle. Like that was like, oh, that was one. Oh, question. maybe you're right. Maybe that was okay. one. Right. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm an idiot, so I don't know. I don't what decathlons remember. Were like. <laughs> I was into academic decathlons. When? In my freshman year. You were not. Yeah, I was. In, I was the only freshman. In I'm like Carol Burnett there. You were not. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. No. <laughs> we're basically taking Scantron tests like all day long where we had to go. It was horrible. Uh, anyway, so they make a horrible smell thing mm-hmm. in decathlon, which. I don't know, they have access to science gas or whatever and makes it the room some horror, everyone evacuates. Uh, Bob the Top is just ending as all that's mm-hmm. going on with their golden ladder. Oh, fantastic. Over the top ending, I don't know. Amazing. Uh, Miss Darvis calls for Troy and Gabriella to audition, but they're not there yet. She's like, oh, well, auditions are over. And then they literally run down right then, like, no, we're here, we're ready to go. She's like, rules are rules, you can't join. <sighs> Fuck this broad. But I get, I get that because, like, if she's going to have her leads in the musical constantly be tardy, like – they're tardy by a second. Like, let's be real. And it's not until, like, uh, Kelsey gets in Sharpay's face when literally all the people from the decathlon uh-huh. in the game, even the imposing cheerleaders and players what else are they the gonna crowd, do? I guess, storm the auditorium. <laughs> would you rather sit outside or would you rather go watch some people sing? True. Yeah, you see the callbacks. But uh, even then, Miss Darvis is like, nope, sorry, you had your chance. You know, she still isn't relenting. And it's not until drama happens, quote mm-hmm. unquote, where Kelsey is in Sharpay's face and she's like, Yeah, you're right. Kind of shady, Miss Darvis. Yeah, and she's lie. like, Oh, yes, I'm doing this. Fuck you, Sharpay. The pianist is here, ready to yeah. go on stage, you know, kind of thing. And Miss Darvis has a weird line. She's like, Now that showbells. And mm-hmm. she leaves the stage. Yeah. So I guess we M- can Ms. sing. Miss Darvis now? just likes drama. She just wants to stir shit. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where the heart, the heart of all this. She just she's she's a button pusher, you know. She is. She just she's so bored. I know that that bitch is single. She, I know she's unmarried. I know she has nothing to do in her life except for be at the school. So she just wants to start. Shit. The, the question is not if she has cats; it's how many. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, Troy and Gabrielle now have to sing in front of a giant crowd, and they've never done this before. Oh wait, yes, they did New Year's Eve. <laughs> But I guess they didn't know those people. But it's also guess in it front different. of their parents now yes, and their friends. Yes, yes. So she has stage fright, and Troy has to kind of pepper off, like, hey, we can do mm-hmm. this, you know? And they're staring into each other's eyes, and we get to, like, the music starts to build, and he gets them both to sing, and he goes, we're soaring. And he gets everybody to sing, flying, you know? Breaking uh, Free is better than Start Something New. Troy, my boy. Just you know, for the moon law. Such heartthrob. My favorite part of this song is, like, the singing the song, and he's singing to the crowd, and he just goes, we're and he got yeah. to do like the actual song. That's my favorite part. I love that part so much. Me too. And he has the dance moves like Mr. Roboto. And he's swinging his hips, and they're like the fact that Zac Efron carried that performance. What oh, is- he really did. But <laughs> here's the thing: he didn't carry the performance. He, 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 <laughs> he didn't sing it. No. <laughs> he just danced it. No, I know, but his stage presence. Was- his stage presence was good. I'll give him that. <laughs> but he, I'm like, why did he not sing? It? <laughs> I honestly, I don't know why I never looked into that further because that always irks me. And it, it, everyone in the audience starts clapping to the song, totally out of sync again. Like it doesn't match with the actual music, but it's fine. Even Troy's dad and Gabriel's mom or see him sing it, and they're like, oh, "My kids can sing. How can how can this be?" Uh, but they approve. You know, they could be two things at once. That's mm-hmm. great. So do you do you like the song better than our our first pick? No, I think better than status quo. No. Second. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll put that down. So we, her, our, our list now is 
uh, status quo, and then we're break, and then we're breaking free. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. So you know, everyone's happy. The bow. Everyone's cheering like crazy. The whole, I mean, the stage loves them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we see our lovely couple. Troy leans in for a kiss, on the, the cheek. cheek. He, she moves her head. So it's, he kisses the cheek. You know they don't. What? They don't kiss on the mouth until the very end of High School Musical too. Right? Isn't that so horrible? Like weird. I'm like, come it's on. It's G. It's G rated. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. She deserved the kiss, and he deserved the kiss. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. both happy. They should have kissed at yeah. the end. But at that point, when I was watching it, and like the movie's almost over, and I'm like, wait, is there no musical in High School? <laughs> high School Musical. Yeah, I no, didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, but we cut back to the game. That's right. The game's mm-hmm. back on. After back on. The, after they get it, they're like, "All right, that's let's a go. long day for Troy." Yeah, a very emotionally draining. But day. not the longest day he'll have in his life. We we'll get to that in the third movie. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we get like ten seconds left in the game. Troy steals the ball. He runs to the court. He makes the final shot and wins the game. He's high. Wins the championship. What team? Wild motherfucking cats. <laughs> Wild cats. But we end. We end the game and Gabrielle comes running in like, "Oh, how'd you do?" And Wild? I love her dress in this scene. And she oh. has. She calls him his nickname, Wildcat. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, all right, it's cute." They have nicknames now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, we won the decathlon. We both won, and we won the part. We could literally be everything. We could do no wrong." Yeah. And he leans in to kiss her again until Chad comes in and Chad cockblocking. Yes. Every time. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, hey, here's the t- here's the game ball." And then he, g- and then he goes. The, the balls on Chad gives up the ball for one second and goes to ask out Taylor. He's like, "Hey, yeah. you want to go on a date sometime?" Dude, Troy hasn't even got a chance to ask out Gabriella yet, and he's about to kiss her, and you won't even <laughs> like help your boy out. Maybe do it a different day. Totally focus on himself. Selfish friend. Selfish I love friend. Chad. I don't care. Uh, but then all culminates into the main song of the movie of the series. Of the series, we're all in this together. We're all stars. Something, something. You know it. Don't know the words. Uh, and and I know the choreography. I know, like the it's like down and then it's like up or something like that. Wow, no, no, it's it, almost like you <laughs> and then a side to side, yeah, side yeah. to side, and you're swaying. Uh, and even the uh, the hip hop nerd girl from Status Quo is there, and she's dancing along. And with she's everybody. rocking it. And she's rocking it. Everybody from everyone is there, and it's the credits basically mm-hmm. the songs of the credits yeah. song. And I do agree that half the actors are giving it their all and looking great. The other half looked really uncomfortable and awkward and tired. Yeah. So I, I, I can't give the song that much credit because it literally goes on for way no. too long. Okay, in this can one. I? No, this song is literally the series culminated. Do you know what they end High School Musical 3 with at the graduation? A slow rendition of this song. And it is emotional and it's a full circle moment. Maybe in the third one, but at this one, it just it's, felt like a long time. I'll say it right now. It's the second best song in the show. In, the, in, in the this movie. movie? Yeah. I would I, put it fourth. Below, we're breaking free, and below, what I've been looking. Ooh, I think it's third. I think it's. Below. I think it's above. Get your head in the game. Yeah, I think it's below. I'm really surprised that you put Bob to the top, second to last. I'm just such a big fan of what I've been looking for, and I know people are if they're still listening at this point <laughs> <laughs> that it's gonna be controversial. But uh huh. So where would you put this one? Put it third. Uh, above what what I've been looking for, or below it? Above. Okay. I don't know if but I it's agree, below but breaking free. Yes. Okay. Holding this together. All right. That's gonna get. We're gonna get a lot of. We're gonna get hate for that. Yeah. Okay. I don't a lot know. of hate mail. Get ready. Guess what? I don't care. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's my show. Uh. So yeah. So basically, it's the end of the movie. The credits are going. We even see Ryan and Sharpay are accepted as one of the group now, even though mm-hmm. they're nothing but a total obstacle to them, and yeah. they didn't like them at all the whole time. Why would they want to? Why would they even want to celebrate with them? 
Like from better perspectives, yeah, they no. they tried everything they could Ryan, to not get honestly, them to try Honestly, Ryan out. just wants to belong, and he's just been stuck in Sharpay's shadow. And we get more of that in the further movies. Ooh, there's character development for Ryan. There Ooh, is, like yeah, it. there is. The end credits roll. It's basically a curtain call. Yeah, and they all kind just of like leave. dancing down the, yeah, with the, the partner, court. Yeah, the partner. It's psychotic. Leaving, you know. Uh, and then the music just literally the song just keeps going throughout the credits and it's mm-hmm. like a nine minute version of the song. Yeah, it's incredible. that's why I don't like it. Sorry, I just I just got like incorrect. still going on. But that's uh, High School Musical one. Yeah, we finished the movie. Besides the after credit mid credit scene of yeah. Sharpay getting cookies from Zeke, Zeke yeah, which kind of is something. But now she's like totally into him. And then it never comes up again. What I really hate about the High School Musical movies is that Sharpay goes through a huge like character growth every movie and then reverses back to the beginning it's like she resets every yes, film yes yes i think you're right yeah yeah and all the movies take place it's like one school year and then summer and, and then, then the next school year yeah and she so, keeps reverting back mm-hmm. but yeah that was the movie what do you think of high school musical one i can't think of any disney channel original movies from that point from 2006 on that haven't been musicals that were successful i mean i'm sure there was some decoms that weren't musicals but I couldn't tell you what they are. Well, nothing started like because this started like all those other ones going forward, mm-hmm. and it was huge. Especially you know, obviously it gets into the second one or the third one, which the third one even bypassed the High School Musical Disney Channel stuff mm-hmm. and went to theaters. It so did. like that's how popular this this was. Maybe only rivaled by Hannah Montana fame. I agree. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like popular Disney Channel. And then stuff. Camp Rock came did come around and it kind of got some traction, but. It wasn't as big. No, it Never, was like chasing no its shadow. You know it, what uh-huh. I mean? You know, it was like the summer version of High School Musical. Exactly. I mean, it had the Jonas Brothers who become giant, obviously. Yeah. And they're probably bigger than every star in High School Musical is now at this point in terms of fame. Mm. They're way more popular. Than Zach Efron? I feel like Zach Efron's way more of a household name than the Jonas Brothers. This is going to mm. give me a lot of hate, but the only reason the Jonas Brothers are popular right now is because of nostalgia. They no, would... they're making a comeback. They're having songs come out. Yeah, right? but they're not good. <laughs> the only reason that they're popular now is because they're hotter now and nostalgia. Yeah, how'd they get hotter now? Because they grew up. They got beards now, right? Mm-hmm. And now yeah. they're all like married. Yeah, mm, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, actually, Kevin did have a major glow up. Kevin was the ugly one. And now, yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> I've, so I know, I've been to Kevin's house. I mean, his I house? Didn't, I didn't go inside, but he lives in New Jersey, and like I went by his house. Yeah. Did you? Did you not like? No, hey. I couldn't knock. It's like a long, you know, stretch of road. Because he had a reality TV show. What? Yeah, with him and his wife and his two kids. I am learning so much things today. But yeah, High School Musical one literally started Zac Efron's. Because like for me, High School Musical, everyone else is like kind of ancillary. The story is, I think, is more about Zac Efron, Troy Bolton. And that's the character I really kind of like like the most in these movies. It is Troy Bolton's story. It's yeah. his story. And I think he, in terms of acting, in terms of everything else, I think he does the best job. Mm-hmm. I think he's like kind of sells it the most and he kind of – Yeah. And I guess you kind of get that especially going forward in the rest of the movies because yeah. you have opinions about everybody else and kind of how everybody reverts back to themselves mm-hmm. or doesn't change or doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I mean I guess I can see why you didn't like it as much as the other ones. I mean you And I think that's partially that because I didn't see – because by the time I watched it in October of that year, the second one had already been announced that they were going to be filming it. So like, because it came out the next summer. Yeah, and I threw a massive party for that. Yeah, it was great. I remember. I, I yes, <laughs> it was. I was really yeah, and I think because I was High School Musical two just set the bar so much higher, and I think it's just a natural progression. Like obviously, especially with budgetary restrictions. Well, because everyone did. loved it, so they stepped it up. They, they did, the and then in the third one, they went. Theatrical. They went theatrical. They, which I think, they, I think every single film did the best they could with what they had going for it. 
I mean, the High School Musical one budget was not big. I I, I guess, but I wasn't. I'm still like I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember some of the songs, and I still I don't even remember their tune. I mean, High School Musical two I think has the most iconic numbers. Every single one is okay. great. We'll get into it when we have we have you back yeah. for High School Musical two and then three, because I haven't seen those ones in years, obviously. But it's it, it is weird to me that this one would start it off, you know, iconic and game changing and setting yeah, stuff. Yeah, there was no other ones to compare them to. That it was just those the ones. The I time. guess so. I guess so. But that about wraps it up. Do you have any final thoughts? I just want everyone to know the impact High School Musical had on culture. Like, I know I sound like I'm joking right now, but <laughs> like that, I know I know you want to laugh at me, but it really did. It really changed the game when it comes to TV movies, movies made for kids. Like, do you think this one did, or do you think the next one did? I think this one. It, this one was huge. They had they had their tour before the second one even came out. This one was so, so they were everywhere at that point. Everywhere, it, it was a huge cultural milestone. I think. I mean, I don't think the movie musical revival of today. I know. I think it just really elevated the whole sphere. And I'm really. I mean, that's kind of my niche. I'm really into movie musicals. I mean, I wrote a giant twelve-page thesis paper on it. But like, I think, I think it's really. I think it's important to acknowledge High School Musical's cultural impact. That's the starting point of that. I know it's a meme, but it was a literal cultural reset. <laughs> It was. It was. It was. It was a lot. It was really cool to see, like, because theater. I mean, was never really talked about. I mean, it was before internet. You know, really took off before like fan pages were a thing. It was. It was huge. It was huge. It, it really united a whole generation. And you, uh, I mean, you don't think it was mainly targeted at girls? I mean, Disney Channel in general is more of a feminine audience, but I mean, I ha- I knew boys who liked High School Musical. Cameron loved High School Musical. Shout out to Cameron if you're listening. <laughs> King. Our next door neighbor. He, yeah. He was he, in the Disney Channel. Yeah. And it's, it was, I mean, it was good stuff. I mean, But yeah. the majority is. Yeah. Just I like. Mean, Troy Bolton's like a hottie and, you know. Well, Disney Channel is really, I mean, all the Disney Channel shows were starring girls. Raven, Lizzie McGuire, Kim Possible. Well, Anna I Montana, mean, I guess there was. Wizards. The majority was girls, stop, mm-hmm. like main leading yeah. role. White teenage girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make sure. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> no, always I, mean, I know Raven and the Proud Family. And Raven the, was it. Raven. Yeah. Raven was the Beyonce of Disney Channel. <laughs> she was. She was. Well, we're getting off topic. We are. <laughs> we're about to end the show. Thank you for joining me on this. Your first. Is this your, your podcast debut, as it were? Yeah. Uh, you did great. It was awesome. I'm glad you're able to join you. Join you, me for high if school. If you ever want to talk about anything super niche and that no one knows anything about, that's no one wants to talk about. I'm always here. That's literally my show. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. one cares yeah. if you're still listening this far thank you very much for taking the time if you want to find either one of us or any kind of supporting of the podcast or pages and things like that on the internet if you want to talk to us it's in the description you know just go click on it you know if you don't you just want to support the show and just by listening to it yeah that's cool too but do give us follows <laughs> <laughs> you follow whore <laughs> as if people aren't already following me or like comment and subscribe I hate it uh, I hate it uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for joining me, Cambria. And remember, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. What team? Wildcats. Wildcats. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>